0: Welcome to the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast with me, Amy Bajada. Join me and other business owners as we explore the art of being in business and challenge that notion that our financial numbers are boring. On today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about COVID-19 and the fact that it's still around and without any vaccine, it's going to be around for a little bit longer. So what can we do as business owners? And I just wanted to centre my discussion around that today. You know, the primary focus of the government right from the get-go was to come out and sort out some sort of relief package for business owners. And they did a really good job, in my opinion, of quickly addressing the aspect of financial burden that many of us business owners were about to face. So rightly or wrongly, whether we like the packages, we don't like the packages, whether they're executed correctly, I think the primary objective was thought through well. And I, I find it difficult to argue against that. I understand very, very clearly that the economic ramifications of these decisions are ones that we're going to have to deal with for a very, very long time. And I'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination that the decisions that were made off the bat about COVID-19 and any financial relief that we were going to receive as business owners, that there wasn't going to be any issue. I get that. But you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, especially from a political perspective. And there needed to be some sort of reaction And I know that, like I said, we're going to have to face some really serious times ahead when it comes to our economy. But what were we to do prior to that? And I think the government responded well with those relief packages for business owners. So... Having said that, and that's probably going to cause some sort of controversy, me even suggesting that I thought it was a good idea if done well. Some weren't, and I'm, I'm not necessarily suggesting that it was all done well, but I think the fact that it was even done and that there was even those extreme measures taken and that there was that response and that quick response I thought was really great from the outset. So as we brace for this recession that we're going to have, Without a doubt, what we do need to do as business owners is we really need to consider the choices that we're making or have made with what we've been given from those relief packages to ensure that the long-term impact on our economy is managed correctly. As business owners, we have a role to play in making some really deliberate and smart choices with what we've been given where we can to assist with the bounce the bounce that we need to feel and the bounce we will be feeling to get through this recession. So I think it's going to be a joint effort is I guess the key point I'm trying to make. It can't just rest on one person's shoulders because those decisions I, I wouldn't have liked to have been making them. No chance in hell would I have liked to have made those decisions. You know, it, it's a tough tough call to be in that position. Because you're not going to please everybody and you're not going to be able to satisfy all the moving parts. And the moving parts included the fact that there was full knowledge that we're heading into a recession as a result of whatever we had to do. So what do we do now? And as business owners, that's the part I want to tackle. The government and their choices will come and that will be known to us soon enough. But for now, it's, it's what can we be doing as business owners, because we've been given all of these resources, financial resources to aid us through this time. We've been, we've, we're smack bang in the middle of them. We have been advised that they're going to last for a little bit longer, right through to September at this stage, I believe. But who knows, really, because we've recently had a couple that have been taken away. Again, rightly or wrongly, the decisions of obviously being calculated to some degree and I could talk forever on those but and whether I agree with it or not but that's that's not the point the point is that we still have a way to go where we're going to have some sort of support at this point in time so how do we deal with that there's still this uncertainty about what we're about to face and like I said you know I think there's going to be a joint effort that we need to to really participate in and I guess it's keeping my mind turning with this uncertainty as to what are the best strategies to adopt to provide some really solid forecasting tools going forward for business owners. And whilst we've always had traditional forecasting tools available to us, and as business owners, you know, we, we business plan, we put in some forethought, I think these are going to just look very different. And what we do need to include in this type of strategizing when we're looking forward is that flexibility and being able to adjust rather quickly. What we do know is that we don't know what's on the other side of this. And the reality is that until we have this answer or this vaccine to COVID-19, it's going to be really hard for us as business owners and even those that are running the country to make solid decisions about how our economy is going to land at the end of all of this. How we can make these solid decisions is really going to depend on how we choose to use what we have. Okay. And we can only do the best we can. So we've, we've got to just rely on that confidence. The slower this vaccine or this answer to COVID-19 is for us, the longer it's going to take for businesses to return to whatever normal will look like. And I think the reality is we need to brace for that. We need to brace for that time. We need to brace for the fact that this could take a lot longer than anticipated because we just don't know. Throughout this time, though, I've seen many businesses finding themselves having to reinvent the core of what and how they do business. We were forced to question it. We were forced to react. And the turnaround had to be rapid at best. We had no other choice. And we continue to have no other choice at this time because whilst relief packages are in place, whilst we're warming the seat to what looks like normal right now, we still have to continue to reinvent. We still have to continue to challenge how we do business because the results and what we're seeing in the way we're doing business is changing all the time because even spending patterns have changed. Even what people prioritize in their world has changed. And the thing about this turnaround, like I said, it had to be rapid at best and it's going to have to continue to be. With the immediate ramifications of this pace at which we're moving becoming time and cost because we're having to spend money to reinvent ourselves quicker than we're probably making it, quicker than we've been able to understand how we're going to make it, but it's just a byproduct of us having to respond and even then the shift was never ever going to replace dollar for dollar the trade that we were used to pre-pandemic some came out of it better some people who responded and invested have invested well they've understood their business and they've understood how to translate it to an em- environment such as what we're being faced but there are a lot that can't just readily translate readily reinvent and there's a lot of learning going on because people haven't had to go online perhaps they haven't had to upskill themselves in certain areas and that may not have come easy to a lot of people so it's a lot of businesses so I guess our costs were increasing immediately. The time we spent and the way we responded was harsh, but it had to happen and it still continues to happen. Even with the cash relief being offered, the guidelines themselves resulted in a lot of gaps in time and receipt of funds that I found a lot of business owners really struggled with. So even if they wanted to invest, even if they wanted to quickly reinvent themselves, even if they wanted to utilize those funds, they were put under even more pressure to satisfy the needs of these guidelines just in order to receive the funds. Now, I understand why there was a gap. I understand why there was a delay. Does it help? No. It doesn't help that I understand it. It doesn't help that anyone else understands it or forgives it. It just put a lot of pressure on business owners on top of having to stay in that mindset of reinventing their business, noticing the changing worlds and literally staying alive in the process. I guess the upside for business owners is that in this opportunity or there is an opportunity to deliberately factor the slow recovery and make some significant choices about how to prioritize and delegate funds and strategies in their business. During this time we've we've had some opportunities to test the changes, to challenge the norm, but to understand that the added side effects that came with all of that is that we just had to do it quicker than ever before. So I think, you know, if anything, this sort of pandemic or any type of crisis really teaches us or should teach us how to manage what we have to work with. And some people have really relished that opportunity. Some people have really stripped back, Bear and understood the choices that they've made, the choices that they can make. And in situations like this, often adversity brings new opportunities. And even if it was a moment to you know reestablish costs, to understand how the costs were or weren't working in our business, presented a great opportunity for business owners. And hopefully once any relief from the government ends, we'll have adapted to the new way of doing things, whatever that looks like. And then it will allow us to continue to rebuild to reinvent, to reestablish, to evolve. And if the recession hits as bad as they're assuming it's going to hit, maybe we can put in some provisions now. Maybe there's some planning that needs to go in now while the relief from the government still exists. But the thing we need to understand and be conscious of is to be certain that these funds will stop. They have to stop at some point for the sake of our economy. So we need to make smart decisions of where they're currently being directed to now. They're the decisions that need to be made now. And I know that at the beginning of all of this, we scrambled. We had to scramble to make changes. But now's the opportunity after having received the funds, after understanding how to distribute them purposefully in your business and effectively, now's the time to start really considering what your cash flow is going to look like. So if you aren't already, one of the biggest tips I can give you right now is to be sure to start actively monitoring your cash flow. And I know I say this all the time and I've been saying this for years, so it may fall on deaf ears to some degree. But the thing we need to know is that it's our cash flow is going to look so much more different than it ever has before. Your choices are going to matter more than ever. And your compliance to the cash flow forecast that you set in place and all of the obligations around it, going to be highly impacted and necessary. If you're ever going to find a time where you're going to stick to your plan, now's probably the time, if you've had some time to really consider it. So having visibility and the forethought to really see the change that the funds have either already provided you in your business or can provide you in the future, whether it be short term or long term, it's so important to manage them effectively. And this is going to be critical. It's going to be critical not only to your individual businesses, but to the economy as a whole. So go on, get picky about all the choices you make in your business. Get deliberate and learn what impact they're having on all facets of your business. Every cost, every payment strategy you have in place, any payment terms you have with your clients. Get picky. Now's the time to be picky and look ahead. Try to be as much as one step forward of where you need to be at any point in time and be confident about it because I can appreciate mistakes are going to be made, but make them and learn from them. Understand the learnings. Document the learnings. Don't go back there. Learn from them and use that to continue to re-forecast, to continue to provide relevance to the cash flow forecasting that you're doing going forward. Don't be afraid, be confident and seek whatever help you need in the process because that's just as important because we're all going through this together. Another type of cash flow relief, don't forget that if you are registered for GST, you can consider changing your reporting cycle to monthly. That will even help with your cash flow. Because whilst there's been some relief in those areas as well on business owners from a cash perspective, again, that's going to stop. So you need to start planning for that. You need to start planning for when that's going to return. Because whilst we're in June, September is literally on our doorstep. But if you are going to change your GST reporting to monthly, you do need to remember that you will need to continue reporting that way for at least 12 months. If you elect to do so, that's just one cash flow strategy. Contact those that you're involved with, those that you have working relationships with, and devise some decent strategies that will assist you both in fulfilling your obligations, creating a solid working relationship going forward, assisting with your cash flow on both ends, and providing that level of support so that more businesses stay open, more businesses continue to trade. It's going to get tough before it gets better. But I think we have an opportunity right now to try and stabilize as much as we can with as much forethought that we can give it. And like I said, there are going to be mistakes made along the way and that's okay. But learn from them and understand what impact they're having. So that's just a few things that you can be doing right now to forecast out, to think about it, to strategize, to adjust your cash flow so that the benefits of the relief packages that we've been receiving, if we have received any, or even just some of the relief that you may have received from any of your landlords or any of those types of suppliers that may have passed on any relief use that wisely think about it don't just get reckless because life is going to go back to whatever it looks like but without the support that we currently have and we're going to have to reinvent again so start trying to think of the best ways to prolong that well that's me (laughs) that's my thoughts on what you can do now while you're still working through all of the uncertainty that comes with COVID 19. But this is where life is right now, and we need to embrace it. There's no point trying to challenge it because there is no challenge just yet until we have a vaccine and until we know the outcome of where our economy is headed. Let's stay in it. Let's keep the ball rolling as much as we can and give ourselves a real fighting chance. That's me for another week. Whatever you do today, make it count. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast. I'm Amy Bajana and I'll see you next week.